Opinions, the Far Post podcast. We are back for another edition of the Express Post from the Women's World Cup. This is our final group stage dispatch, which means like the good news is that we are getting to the pointy end of the tournament. The bad news is obviously that there's no more football every day and I've thoroughly enjoyed having football every day. But we ended the group stage on two matches and holy moly, were they like two just unbelievable matches so we can't wait to talk about them um but before we get into that chat obviously we want to acknowledge the traditional owners of the lands we're recording on today the Wurundjeri and Yuggera people and pay our respects to their elders past and present for today you've got me Marissa Lordanik and Angela Christian Wilkes so Angela yesterday's results wow is my um official and only take (laughs) because it was simply bananas so we had south korea and germany drawing 1-1 and morocco beating colombia 1-0 so like have you wrapped your head around what we saw yesterday yet no i have not i just yeah germany out in the group stage like what 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 Uh, yeah so but wild it's it's a hard one because also I don't think that like I've been gunning for you know things to be a little bit more chaotic um primarily with the US you know and we've discussed that at length on this pod about what the US's performance so far at this World Cup might mean but I don't think anyone was that was more manifestation you know I didn't actually expect the U- the US to perform how they've performed. Germany, completely by surprise, I think. Um, and so many people, including myself, pipped them to well, Germany were my head prediction. Um, not my heart prediction. My pro- heart prediction is obviously the Tillies, but yeah, just the completely baffling, wild. Like, and I don't think I don't yeah, I don't think anyone expected it up until it happened. You know what I mean? Um, in the sense that uh, like the Colum- the the Columbia game, it was that was a shock upset, but then you would think that they'd come into this game against Korea. And again, the results that Korea have had at this tournament, you'd expect Germany to kind of walk it, but you know what? Who cares? Like nothing's real. Tipping is pointless. Like this is just chaos. Absolute chaos. Anyway, it's still baffling. It's still baffling. Oh, you're on mute, babe. She's still on mute, babe. Babe, you're on mute. Reza, you're on mute. I think I'm lagging. Oh, God, you can tell we've really gotten to the end of the group stage now, haven't we? What I was trying to say while I was on mute was um, it's a good reminder to get your tips in for the round of 16. So ESPN, no, not ESPN, footytips.com.au slash TFP. Get your round of 16 tips in. They've also set up a bracket challenge, which we will tweet out today. So you, if you guess the bracket correctly, uh, you get the eternal glory of being right, which is a big deal here at the far post so we will tweet that out make sure you get around it but um yeah I don't know how I don't know how we explain yesterday and I reckon among all of the teams that will be trying to explain yesterday Germany will have the hardest time 
trying to explain what happened yesterday because South Korea decided to play football for the first time this tournament and it was stunning to watch. Like Anna and I were at the stadium and some of the passing combinations, some of the movements of the South Korean team, particularly in that first half, were incredible. Like they really just decided to turn it on for the first time this tournament and Germany just kind of looked I think Harrow described them as dysfunctional. Like they were good enough to get a goal but kind of couldn't make it work for long enough to actually get anything else from this game. Um, And I don't know if you've seen, but poor Alex Pop uh, was the Visa player of the match, had to take a photo with her player of the match trophy and they also made her take a photo with a selfie stick with her player of the match trophy and you've never seen a more disappointed woman in your life you've never seen anyone want to be where they are less than Alex Pop post-game holding her trophy so um yeah I think I don't even know how to explain it it's going to be really interesting to see the fallout for this Germany team because this is a massive failure for them like enormous but um I saw a couple of people on Twitter say this and I think it's right the, we should also just be centering the fact like that all of these incredible other nations have gotten up and created history. So Morocco beating Colombia, what the hell? Like genuinely, we were watching this in the stadium on our phones because there was about 10,000 years of injury time in both games and it was insane. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's a massive deal for Morocco. I also had friend of the pod, Anwar Amrani, who you will all know if you listen to our Group H preview. He was messaging me like, yep, never in doubt, never in doubt. My prediction still looks good. Um, you know, he was like, that first game, it was just nerves. That's all it was. Like, we're doing good. We're looking good. So I simply loved his confidence. Um, got a really good chuckle out of that. But yeah, yeah. Um, do, do you have any sort of thoughts, vibes, feelings on, you know, the likes of Morocco, the likes of Nigeria, the likes of South Africa, the likes of Jamaica actually making it through to the round of 16? Because for a lot of these teams, um, their their journey to the World Cup, let alone the round of 16, has not been particularly smooth. Yeah, it's an interesting... I think I don't necessarily buy into the idea that because I've seen it a little bit that because these teams have gotten through the group stage and they're into the round of 16 that that means that the round of 16 is somehow going to be easier like I'm like surely if we've learned anything here but nothing is it is a given um it do I do think um I'm just having a look at yeah in terms of Oh, first of all, actually, um, it is actually revolting that players are like there are federations who are receiving money and not passing that money on to their players. Like I just that constantly baffles me that that is a thing that exists. Um, but I feel like it is kind of that thing that we want to see these teams succeed in spite of their nations um, or their federations. Sorry, we want to see them do well and I think that they probably all feel very strongly about the point that they have to prove about you know kind of the again you shouldn't have to be a successful team in order to be you know given the things that you're literally entitled to 
but at the same time it the further that these teams go the the stronger the point is that their federations need to buck up and actually get their shit together and take women's football seriously and and take player rights and player welfare seriously as well so yeah it's i i think with that there's a kind of a bit of a fire under the belly for some of these teams coming through spain you could kind of categorize spain in that group as well but i just don't feel like it's the same it doesn't have the same flavor because their situation is a little bit more complicated and in in some regards with you know the the players that are in the squad and, and for what reason and under Jorge Vilda and all that, that stuff. But um, I don't think it's going to necessarily be a walk for like the likes of Netherlands or England. I think Nigeria could like, uh, could take on England and not saying that in like an underdog kind of way. And I'm saying that as like Nigeria are very good, like just re- not for an African nation, not for like whatever. Nigeria are just straight up good. Like, and I feel, again, it's one of those ones. I feel like this World Cup has been a learning curve for a lot of people to be like, oh yeah, there are other countries outside of Europe that are good at football. Um, anyway, so it should be interesting. Um, South Africa and Netherlands, I have no concept of how that game will play out genuinely just I'm not gonna make any predictions or because South Africa they're chaotic girlies and so are the Netherlands on their day as well so who knows who knows um but yeah the too long didn't read uh I think um these teams really have a point to prove so it's going to be really exciting to see um how they take this on and also like for example the likes of um who were we talking about the other day that were just like completely unfazed? Portugal, Portugal. Yes. I think there's been like an aura around some of these teams where they're just like, I don't, I don't give a fuck who you are or where you've come from. Like I'm here to play my game. And we've seen, I think Morocco are a really great example of that as well in terms of like they, the type of football that they play regardless of their opposition. They're very much, they do kind of, um epitomize that like we actually don't care what the other team are doing we're gonna play our game and I really respect that because it's a a thing that comes up a lot but you don't always see it kind of play out on the other side of that it can mean that you like leak goal six goals against Germany in the opening game but they're through and Germany aren't and um also just I, I would like to make a quick note I think the the growth for their keeper Morocco's keeper is it Emrishi Emrishi I hope I'm saying that correctly amazing stunning like I think she you know the Germany game she was shaky she made some mistakes I don't think by any means she cost them the game Germany were just like very powerful but her performance against Colombia was excellent and I really do think that she kept them in that game as well so it's it's just like even just within the space of like two weeks to see that is amazing um so yeah anyway it's all exciting this is such a bizarre world cup how bizarre how bizarre that's the only way to describe it like so I put OMC's How Bizarre on my World Cup playlist because they are from New Zealand. I did not take it to be like a premonition of what we were about to watch. Um, 
but yeah, I think in terms of like the the teams that we didn't expect to go through that have, the two that I wanted to highlight were Morocco and Colombia because obviously the focus is going to rightly be on those teams whose federations have not supported them and who entered this World Cup under a kind of cloud of, um, I don't know the word here, but you know what I'm getting at, the teams that had issues with the Federation because they weren't being supported, they weren't being paid, all of that kind of stuff. But then you look at teams like Colombia and Morocco whose federations have put in long-term plans to invest in their women's programs and all of a sudden they're through to the round of 16. And it's like, my dudes, that's not a coincidence. If you actually put the time and effort into your women's programs, there's a very good chance that they will actually do well at a tournament like and I just hope that more nations and federations look at that model and think to themselves okay this is worth putting the money in putting the time in putting the resources in because we can get to a place where Colombia are and Morocco are and especially with Colombia like we know that this has been a long-term investment because they made it all the way to the Copa America final. Like, they've been doing this for a while now. They're really reaping the rewards of kind of long-term effort across tournaments. So I'm really hoping that as much effort as we put into highlighting the stories of, like, a Nigeria and a South Africa and a Jamaica and all of that kind of stuff because they need to be spoken about I hope there is also a focus on like basically giving kudos to the federations who are doing their job and showing the model that all other federations should be doing which is invest in your women and they will pay you back tenfold like it's not even funny um do we want to quickly talk about the round of 16 and just like which matchups are Taking, I know you said you did not want to predict. I will not ask you for predictions. But in terms of the actual matchups, we have some uh, derbies, should we <laughs> call them, um, the, the likes of a, a France-Morocco, a Netherlands-South Africa, an England-Nigeria. See if you can guess the theme here, dear listeners. Um, but, yeah, are there any games beyond, I suppose, Tilly's Denmark and USA Sweden, which we've highlighted a couple of times already. Are there any other matchups you're really looking forward to? Is it too much of a cop out to be like all of them? I'm looking forward to all of them. Um, in terms of, I'm not looking like I was thinking about this the other day though, right? Like tournament football, uh, you're either heartbroken because your team's broken it, like teams. Uh, fallen out at the group stage or they get through and you just get to be anxious more like <laughs> why do we do this to ourselves anyway because it's like yay we're through to the round of 16 oh no we're through to the round of 16 oh we have to oh okay yeah cool yeah, yeah all right um so in terms but to answer your question matchups that i well like sweden united states uh spicy meatball uh spicy ikea meatball as it were um colombia jamaica i think will slap uh and france morocco actually because just in terms of that result against like france's result against panama that really throws an element of I don't know, it, it throws something else in the mix here. And like I said, like Morocco, they're not afraid to 
you know, push forward and attack, even against teams that can, you know, bang in lots of goals. And uh, France can bang in goals, but they can also let in a lot of goals, it seems. So that should be really fun to see. Uh, yeah, but in, I guess all of them look fantastic. Oh, my God, it starts tomorrow. <laughs> we, the, we have a rest day tomorrow, but I was, like, thinking about it. I was like, do we actually get a rest day? Because then we're, we're still watching football tomorrow. But that's all right. That's all right. We love it. We love what we're doing. We have no regrets. Um, yeah, so those, I, I think those two. And, Nether- like I said, Netherlands, South Africa, I simply do not, who, who, whom's to know? Whom, whom's to know? I don't know how I'm going to tip that game. And I just realised you can't tip draws in round of 16, can you? It's done. No more, no more um, fence sitting there. You've got you to gotta pick a side. So that will be interesting. Um, also, shout out, speaking of tipping, my dad is third at the moment in our ESPN tipping comp. So good for him. Good for him. And I've actually not done horrifically last round either. So it's all, it's, it's, it's shaping up nicely. Marissa, what games are you looking forward to in the round of 16? I have circled Japan, Norway, because I want to see if my fraud prediction is uh, actually valid or not, or if Japan, also if Japan are the real deal or if they just had a really good group and were able to sort of look better than maybe they are. So very keen for that one. Um, Very keen for Colombia, Jamaica, because I've said this to whoever will kind of listen. Jamaica, I think, were built for tournament football where, like, you can get a 1-0 result and that's fine because you've got three points, you've kept a clean sheet, and if you build enough of those you can get through a group stage. But now that we're in knockout football, you need a result. So do Jamaica have enough to get results or are they going to be like constantly holding out, holding out, holding out and then have to get to a penalty shootout? Like, I don't know. We're going to find out. I also think Colombia will just be a lot of fun to watch. So that's why I'm excited for that game. Um And, yeah, like I said, we've already spoken about the Tillies, Denmark and Sweden, United States. I think they're going to be really, really fun. Um, I reckon Switzerland, Spain might be a bit, how you going? Just because I don't know, don't know how much I enjoy watching Switzerland. And Spain could be good, but Spain could also be garbage. So who knows? (laughs) And also Switzerland, did they get through on two draws? Am I remembering that correctly? There's so many I want to say yes. Uh, where where are we? Yeah, they got through on two draws. So like you're saying, like tournament football, okay, two scoreless draws, it's good for you, I guess. fine for the group stage, but, but otherwise. Yeah. Mm. So we will wait and see. Is there anything else you would like to talk about from the group stage? Like things or even just yesterday, things, any extra bits basically is what I'm asking. Uh. I did just want to say that I overslept yesterday. Uh, that's why I wasn't on the pod. Uh, I really needed a rest. Um, but anyway, if I had been on the pod, I would have been like, Drew Spence, what a player. Love her. That's all. That's all I wanted to say there. Um, that's that's my piece. In terms of the group stage, I don't, I don't know. I think we've covered everything. Um, in our daily pods just 
yeah, again, like who would have who would have predicted a lot of this? It's an and it's like an incredible World Cup. And also, I think what has been really lovely so far this World Cup that I didn't predict, although I should have, I guess there was so much anxiety coming into this World Cup, right? Because we wanted it to do be a big event and we wanted it to do well and I think you know the crowd like the crowds they have that don't need to worry about that anymore the comp the competitive nature of the world cup don't need to worry about that anymore you know um but it's just been so so lovely to see um like friends and family and just like people getting into football or rediscovering their love for football because of this tournament um and that's just like yesterday I don't know I was just like having a little cry about it after my big 12 hour sleep or whatever it was um because it's just like that's that's that kind of is what it is all about in the end and so yeah that's just been so lovely to to see and I hope it keeps up for the rest of the tournament um and yeah, hopefully, and and sending thoughts and prayers to those who are looking for tickets as well, um, moving forward. Uh, may you may you get them, um, because in some cases it's going to be pretty hard. But I have faith. You just got to hustle. You just got to hustle. Keep refreshing. Keep an eye out. Tell your friends you're looking for tickets. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. I love keep hustling, keep hustling. That's good advice for, for all of us at this World Cup. And it's probably a good time to mention there will be no daily pod tomorrow. We are having a girl rest. Um, so do not expect a daily pod from us tomorrow. We will be back as soon as there are a round of 16 matches, reviewing all of them throughout that stage of the tournament. Um the only two things I wanted to mention were uh, unfortunately with Germany's departure from the tournament that also means the star of the world cup waru the crocheted koala his tournament is also done um and friend of the pod georgia put a photo of him on twitter with uh lyrics from taylor swift's song bigger than the whole sky and now every time i think of him i just start singing that song so thank you friend of the pod georgia for that you've really made uh an emotional time even more emotional also apologies if you can hear all the beeps and bobs in the background I'm literally in the lobby of QSAC at Matilda's training uh for the record today so it's good times great classic hits uh for the World Cup far posts um the only other thing I wanted to mention which I didn't get to mention yesterday because it happened after we had recorded um yesterday the Matildas have come out for training and all of a sudden we hear let's go girls and when I tell you like the vibe meter broke in that moment like it was so good to just all of a sudden hear man I feel like a woman um by Shania Twain at Tilly's training we got to talk to Mackenzie Arnold afterwards about it and she was like yes that is the work of Georgia the strength and conditioning assistant um and there was a bit of pressure on her to pick a good 
banger and by the sounds of it the team very much approved the choice of men I feel like a woman um and then in the press conference she was asked have has the team like adopted a song do you guys have an unofficial anthem and apparently the answer is Strawberry Kisses by Nikki Webster thanks to Steph Catley apparently it is one of her favorite songs and it has now become an unofficial Matilda's anthem so Add it to your playlists. Um, if you are heading to the Tillies Denmark game, make sure you're listening to Strawberry Kisses on the way there because I'm sure the Tillies will be doing that as well. But um, I think I think that's us done for chat, for World Cup chat. But we need to do another fit check. You might remember our segment fit check. I think we are due for a, another one. So... This is the Fit Check brought to you by Rebel. We're going to focus today on the kits that we will unfortunately no longer be seeing this tournament. So what has been your favourite kit from the eliminated teams at the group stage? Korea. Slays. Slays. And, okay, I'm so sorry, listeners. I have been meaning to finish the kit ranking video i have not but uh it's on the to-do list for today so we will get there but spoiler this is this has been ranked as a sleigh in that for good reason but also the fact that the whole like with the shorts and the bright pink socks the far post pink socks which i adore i adore them so much um yeah just love 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 that kit i'm a huge fan of like the red and the bright pink combo um and just adore this kit and i will be buying it um they've got me they've got me there so yeah fit check careers awake is it the away kit or their second kit the the red and the pink you can't miss it i'm pretty sure that's their home kit the red and the pink um and i'm pretty sure anna and i will also both be buying it because while we were watching it last night we were just like yes I love her. She's incredible. It does have a lot to do with the hot pink, if we're being completely honest. Um, For me, the kit that I am really going to miss, also because we didn't ever actually get to see it, was the Germany Away kit. It never made an appearance at this tournament. And it was one of those kits that as soon as it was dropped by Adidas, it was just like, this is stunning. So we never got to actually see the green away kit that's like modelled on a German forest in the tournament but I can tell you for free that if you walked around the streets of Brisbane yesterday there were plenty of Germany away kits around town so I'm very sad that we did not get to see it I kind of still want to buy it I don't know we'll see how we go but yeah I reckon those were the, those are the two kits I'm going to miss seeing the most but that was the fit check brought to you by Rebel I believe that's us done for today Angela is it not yes it is I'm um, also on the topic of um empty promises I hope that I can edit one of the short corners that I've banked so that you do have a pod tomorrow that's kind of the plan is to have them go out on rest days but also I lie constantly just eternally about when things will get done so maybe get excited I don't know We'll see. It's 
a nice maybe that's another prediction will will angela actually release the pod and the, the pods and the content that she says she will i think a, a safe bet most of the time no but anyway um that's the only other thing i wanted to add and did i have another thing i feel like i had a thing in my brain nah it's gone it's gone oh no actually speaking of good kits uh i got my girlfriend the the japan away kit the pink and the purple um mind you she's not a football person well is becoming a football person but it was a good pick guys for her birthday um so great success that it's stunning also like oh so 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 good when she first saw it i showed it to her and she was like that's for the girlies and i was like okay Mm-hmm. we're onto something here so yeah anyway sorry i'm making this pod drag out with waffle but um oh my god time for a little nap i think i just like bonus fit check from angela's girlfriend that's that's the kind of content that people want. But um, that is us done for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, we're over on ESPN.com.au and the ESPN app. You can follow us on Spotify, Apple, Google, all of the usual pod spots. If you like what we're doing, make sure you subscribe. Otherwise, chat to us at the Far Post Pod on all social media. But until next time, see you.